Are you getting the grades that you want on your exams? If not, stay tuned to this episode of College on Fleek because we're going to hook you up with the three-step study system that will help you get the grades that you want. Hey, it's time to stop procrastinating, get your S2G, and crush it in college. I'm Mary Dittman. This is College on Fleek. winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of Wonderful Life and College on Fleek. In this episode of College on Fleek, I'm going to give you a little quick preview into the Study Smart Toolkit. But before we do that, let's take a motivation minute. Big key to staying motivated, don't give your feelings a vote. If you wait until you feel like doing something that you don't want to do, you'll never get it done. So focus on the task at hand and just getting it out of the way rather than asking yourself, do I feel like doing this? And this is actually gonna come in handy during this episode. So keep this in mind, I'm gonna refer back to it. In every episode, I like to give you a study hack or a success hack. Now this entire episode is going to be a study hack. So I wanna help you with a success hack. Many times, we fritter away five or 10 minutes, and in that five or 10 minutes, you could actually get some things done. It is so easy to burn up five or 10 minutes or more on your phone, on social media, looking at somebody's snap. One of my students shared that when she has just a 15 minute break, she would run over to the writing center and make an appointment for either later that day or the next day. Or she would use that 10 or 15 minutes to drop by a professor's office and ask a quick question. You can also use five minutes as part of your Study Smart Toolkit, which I'm gonna share with you today. Many times we think, well, I can't really get anything done in five minutes, but you could brainstorm a list of topics for that speech you have to give in your speech class. In five minutes, you could probably clean out your book bag. You can definitely make your bed in five minutes. So use five minutes to help you. All right, let's get into the show today. If you want the full Study Smart Toolkit, which I highly recommend, just go to collegeonfleek.com. We have a bunch of resources for you there, but you can get the Study Smart Toolkit. I'll email it to you. It's a one-on-one video tutorial where I'm teaching you how to study. When I was in college and actually high school and graduate school, I had test anxiety. And what that means is I would study for the test and then I would go to take the test and I would blank out and then I would start to panic. And on more than one occasion, I would sit in the exam with only my name on the paper. And I had legit studied. And if you've ever had that happen, you just start to panic. And in graduate school, there are no retakes of exams and frankly in undergrad too you're probably if you fail a test you're not going to get to retake it necessarily so i was in danger of failing out of school i knew i had to get a handle on my test anxiety so i developed some study techniques that worked for me and i have seen them work for my students that follow this system it's so easy 
like I said, you can get the full Study Smart Toolkit if you go to collegeonfleek.com. But for right now, I just want to give you a quick overview. So there are three tools in your Study Smart Toolkit. The first one is what I call your ID card. You always have your ID card with you. When you're studying, which is all the time in college, you always want to have your index drill cards with you. ID cards, index drill cards. These are flashcards. And I do not recommend that you use your phone. I recommend that you use index cards. If you can't get index cards, cut up pieces of paper. And then on one side of the card, you write a term. On the other side of the card, you write the definition. If it's a foreign language class, on one side of the card, you write the word in English. On the other side of the card, you write the translation. The great thing about using index cards or flashcards is you can drill yourself both ways. You can practice looking at the definition and recalling what is the correct term, or you can flip them over and you can see the term and give the definition. That's helpful because many times on exams, instructors will mix it up. So I might say, if it's a Spanish class, what is the word for to speak in Spanish? And you would have to write hablar, but I might ask, what does hablar mean? And you would have to write to speak. So you have to know the information asked each way. And that's what the flashcard helps you with. Now, I have students who say like, ah, oh, flashcards, that's so dumb. They don't work for me. Okay, well, when was the last time you used a flashcard? Well, I was in the seventh grade. Well, if you're not getting A's and B's on your exams, you may want to try something. Try the flashcards. Now listen, making up 100 flashcards the night before the exam is worthless and a waste of your time. You want to make up your index drill cards, your ID cards, you make those up as you go. You go to class, and I've, some of my students will sit in class during my lecture and they'll make their note cards while I'm lecturing. I don't do that. What works better for me is if I go to class, I take notes on my notebook, then after class, I make up the note cards and make them every day after every lecture. Make them right away. The reason is the information is fresh in your mind and you're probably looking at making five to 10, maybe 15 flashcards, I guess if it was like a three hour class, but you go ahead and get them done and because you're making them up every day and then you stick them in your bag. So then when you have five minutes, as I talked about earlier, what should you do with your five minutes? Don't get on Instagram, look at those flashcards so that every day you're constantly reviewing the information. By the time the test comes, you know it because you've been studying it ever since day one. Look, if you're trying to get fit, you can't just go to the gym the day before the event and hope you get swole. If you're trying to get fit, you need to be going to the gym every day and doing something every day. And it is the same thing when you want to perform well on an exam. You can't just cram for six hours and think you're gonna get it. Little bit each day. Number two, what I call your best test. That is before every serious test. And I would say every test is pretty serious. Your best test is a practice exam that you create for yourself. 
pretend you're the instructor and create an exam. You can use apps like Quizlet for this. I've had some good experiences with Quizlet, some not so good. Really the best way to make up your best test is ask a friend who's taken the class with the instructor before. Ask them if they saved their old exams and you can use those to practice with. You can go ask your instructor, do they have any old exams that they would let you look at? Or let's say if your instructor is using a slide deck in class, you know, PowerPoint slides, then go through each slide and come up with questions from the slide. This is particularly useful if you have short answer or essay questions. Frequently what hangs students up on exams is you're studying by looking at your notes and you're thinking, okay, yeah, I've got this. But then you go in to take the test and you sit down and what you have in front of you is a blank sheet of paper. And all of a sudden you're like, uh, I can't remember anything. Well, you need to be practicing. If you're an athlete, if you're a cheerleader, if you're a dancer, if you're a singer, if you're in beauty pageants, you practice. That's how you learn the plays in a game. That's how you learn the routine if you're a dancer or a cheerleader. That's how you learn the song if you're a singer. If it's physical, like athletics or dance, that's called muscle memory. And you practice so much that you're not even having to think, oh, what's the next move? You've just done it so much, your body is like automatically doing whatever it's supposed to do. Muscle memory. So when you're in the moment and you're nervous and the spotlight is on you and the, the crowd is there, you don't blank out and can't remember what you're supposed to do because you've practiced it so much. It's just happening automatically. That is what you want with a practice test. Why do we do fire drills for little children? They have practiced enough times when they hear that fire drill go, they know get in a single file line, calmly follow the teacher to where we're supposed to go. And that is what you do with a practice test. You practice over and over and over. And what I suggest, go to the computer lab or if you have a computer and printer that you have access to, make up an exam, like make it look like a real exam, leave space, print that thing out, sit down and take it. No notes, nothing around you, just like you would in a real exam. And you'll see what you know. Number three, you gotta have a team here. Have a study partner. Now, a lot of times students say, well, it doesn't work for me to study with my friends. No kidding. Because what happens is y'all meet up and you sit there with your notebooks open and you, you all kind of look at your notebooks and gossip. And you stay up until 2 a.m. doing that and then you're gonna come to me later and go, but Miss Dittman, I was studying until 2 a.m. I believe that you were up and your notes were around you at 2 a.m., but that doesn't mean you were studying. A study session with a friend should be very brief. I would say 20 minutes max. Here's the best way to study with a study partner. Remember that five minutes we mentioned or 10 minutes? I know in my classes, it frequently takes me a good five minutes to get everything set up and be ready to start the class. And my students frequently arrive in the room before I do. And they could sit there instead of gossiping for five or 10 minutes, they could sit there and that could be a study session where they go back and forth for 10 minutes. And you think of questions to ask each other that are going to be on the test. This does a few things. 
Number one, you have to know enough about the material to ask a question. You certainly have to be able to answer a question and you have to know the right answer to correct your friend. Maybe you're not sitting in class, go for a walk around the campus. Maybe it's your roommate and you guys just on the way to the dining hall and on the way back to the room, you quiz each other. You could do it by FaceTime. You don't have to be in person, but just 15 or 20 minutes. Heck, you could do it while you're shooting some hoops. If you wanna take it up a notch, each one of you has your practice exams that you've been using and you've probably taken your own practice exam so many times that you've already memorized it, switch. Now, this is just an overview of the Study Smart Toolkit. If you want more detail and let me walk you through the details of the steps, how to make the flashcards, how to make the exam, go to collegeonfleek.com and get that Study Smart Toolkit. I'll email it to you and you'll have it for life. I'm gonna give you a challenge right now. In the comments, tell us what are you gonna use five minutes for to be more productive. So put that in the comments. Also, College on Fleek is not a monologue, it's a dialogue. College on Fleek exists to help you crush it in college. Let us know what you need help with. What are some things that you want to know more about or that you could use some hacks for? You can post here in the comments or you can always connect with us on collegeonfleek.com. And join us next week when we're gonna just get it done and talk about how to stop procrastinating. That's next week on College on Fleet.